So my mom is driving up here as we speak, bringing my girl to me because um, when I say I give sis a break, one must know that sis is a lard and she will eat and she can't have more than like three days off. Just kidding. so you know, F-A-T, F-A-T. She is the F-A-T. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, catch up on all the old episodes, and check out the latest. You're going to like it. Welcome to the Luke Branquino Show. My next guest is somebody that, well, I call her my BFF, um, and she calls me her BFF, I think. Um, and we haven't had her on the show before with two episodes, part one, part two of Haley Kinzel. Haley, thank you for joining us again. Uh, you must not have very many BFFs to have me back already. <laughs> well, and you bring up Pendle or Pendleton, Puyallup, and I love Puyallup. I had a lot of success there. But where you park, and this is you, obviously you know, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. In fact, if I miss something, please tell me. You park, and you're what mile and a half from it, the yeah, got to be a good mile. You know, and, and it when when I'm saying a mile and a half, it is asphalt midway. The chainsaw guys that are building carved bears and and the best part about it is they try to they try to escort you down through there and still people run up there with their kids push their kid up in the horse's face horsey. Them, yeah horsey this horse is you know fortunately my horses were dummy proof obviously but you know it didn't affect them but some of these horses they were pulling back or trying to bite these kids' fingers off and you know it's just funny how people that don't know horses just go ahead and run up to them like they're a dog it it is very odd and it's it to me it's like okay why don't we have like a walkway and it's like right. just for the horses but either way it is something that until you're there you don't know if your horse can handle it or is even gonna care because then some right. horses you walk through there and they're just like whatever and i'm thinking I'm more scary than you are of, you know, and here comes like a wagon around the corner and you would think that horses would see horses and just be okay with horses, not a draft horse. Uh-uh, those no. things are big. And so they're snorting at them. It's jingling. You get past that. You pass the bandstand and they are jamming over there. And I'm thinking this song was cool 30 years ago, but not now. And it's really not cool in my horse's ear. And yeah, I, I audibly said this year, like, if you liked your kids, you will move because I had asked the stroller in front of me to like scooch a little and they just locked eyes and stared. And I'm like, I don't want to stare. I want you to move because if you don't, I can't like my horse is leaving. We're going right. at a pretty decent, strong walk. I'm not in control at this moment. I'm just going to be honest. We're, we're headed. The passenger. I'm just faster. I should put my roller skates on and just held on. But so I'm like, I, I would, I would move if I, if it was my kid in the stroller, I'd move the stroller. Um, right. So, anyways, I'm like, shove the stroller with one hand, shove the horse with the other. Yeah, it's, it's an experience. Um, once you get to the road, it's really awesome. cool. <laughs> but the whole deal to get there is a, is quite a mess. Like, you want to just take some cash and stop and grab a scone and some coffee. Uh, and that's what I'm just gonna there. ask you. Did you ride up there and get a scone? Because I, did. I didn't I, ride I, up there, but I did. I took a golf cart ride and got a scone because the scones are amazing. Um, but they have raspberry them in, jam. 
Yes. I got some in Bremerton. Um, Emily Weissel came back to the trailer with some. And I like I had tried it the first time the year before because Michelle Darling got us all scones. And I'm like, now I realize you don't go without getting a scone. Because right. it's not a Texas scone where they're like made three days ago, wrapped in plastic and stuffed in the little case at the coffee shop. And you, need, a stone was. and you need water because you put it in your mouth and start chewing. It just turns the powder. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. These are like literally filled with this fresh preserved jam and they're so soft and fluffy. So um, not gonna lie, my horse would not have cared for me to stop and buy a scone. So I did that separate from the walk with the horse down to the arena. But all in did, all, it's that's rodeo. Did you, yeah, no joke. Did you happen to notice at the gate you walked through to the left, and I know this very well, there is a chocolate chip cookie place that you could buy a cookie this big, this big, or that big, and a glass of milk. Was it still there? I didn't, I didn't notice. I wish you'd have told me. Um, that's one thing that BFFs would do if they were real BFFs is tell other BFFs about their favorite I cookies. Just, I just assumed you knew about chocolate chip cookies at Puyallup. No, I didn't. But you know what they used to have is this trailer called Aunt Edmo's. Not at Puyallup, but like at the Texas rodeos. It was always at Houston, San Antonio, Fort Worth. And like, it is not kidding. I'm sure they have real cookies, but like they had cookie dough just like in a box you just buy and i haven't seen it in a few years i've even gone back to look just going and chase Might be. And oh here you know and she hasn't been there so, <laughs> so you didn't get your there? you know last little last few rodeos out here i haven't i had not the last couple of years the winter rodeo so i'm just waiting on those to come back but uh priorities man yeah, since we're talking about Midway food, San Antonio, and I was, I don't know why I was there so early, but I walked down before the, right as the Midway and the little concessions were opening, and they had a cheeseburger on a glazed donut with bacon and an egg, however you wanted it cooked, and cheese. It was amazing. A glazed donut. Glazed donut was the bun. You put cheeseburger, bacon, egg between the glazed mm. donut. That is, no. I, I don't know if I would do that. I, so I, for the first time at Cheyenne in 21, tried the fried Oreos, deep fried Oreos. Um, I did not know that was a big deal at fair food. And, and it's everywhere. Like I've seen it at every major rodeo in the fairs, but I never actually tried it. And I was with our good friend, Paige Champion. This was before she was carrying a basketball-sized stomach around, um, you know, every walk. So she was real game for big walks. Right. Granted, Paige probably still would. Um, oh, I guarantee Or with child, now that she's had it. Congratulations on Little Forest. I suggested a name. Um, they did not use my suggested name. but That's, They and, didn't use mine either. They didn't? Oh, what kind of friends are they? I know. I what said Luke. You Luke. said... <laughs> <laughs> that's an idea but what was yours hadley no it was uh when well it was kind of combined because it was going to be kind of long but like winner winner chicken dinner champion oh yeah and you could call it win champion you could call it winner champion you could call it chicken champion like next up chicken champion you know and i told him i thought that would be awesome it would fit right in oh. With, you know, Paige is such a winner and Richmond's such a champion. And, right, and that's her last name. Well, exactly. So, anyways. funny they didn't use that. I'm really They didn't use that. No. Oh, but anyways, Paige, back in the day, introduced me to my first deep fried Oreos in Cheyenne. Yes. We went on a freaking hike 
to get these deep fried Oreos. So that's when I learned that they were really important to her. Um, and they were worth the walk. I'll give it that. But um, anyways, congrats to Paige and Richmond. And I will bring you some deep fried Oreos for your baby. Where are you? Are you going up to Montana? No, but if I do, oh, I'm sure they invited me. I just haven't got my invitation yet to come meet him and yeah. rename him. But a, once I do. We got a text at, I don't know, one or two o'clock in the afternoon. I go, oh, let me see. I got to check because, because Rich E. I have him under in Richie in my phone. I don't know what you have him under yours. Um, it's 5.56 p.m. We got a picture of baby pay or little, little Richie and baby mom. Ah! Yeah, baby yeah. forest. And then, then there's a baby forest. And I said, that's crazy that Paige has a tattoo on her chest. <laughs> so weird. She's got just a big, nice so, number. back number. <laughs> uh, it's really strange. Anyway, yeah. so five, yeah, 559. And I asked them, um, you know, were we the first ones that you texted? And they said yes. And then they said the baby arrived at like 6.30 a.m. I'm like, I did the math in my head. It's roughly 12, 11-ish hours. So that was nice of them to let, you know, everything happen and then text Lindsay and I first. So mm -hmm. It's really sweet. You know, it, but it is kind of part of what it means to have one BFF. They knew that they were not your one. So maybe if you would learn to have more than one, you would get a text like one hour after instead of 11 hours after. That's true. I need so to... maybe I think that's on you. So how but many? I'm not you have multiple BFFs on the one to ten scale. Where where am I? Uh, can we um, maybe reconvene on this, and I'll make a list, and I'll get back to you because that's one of those things I would like to research before you know, like what when you when you do some interviews and they give you questions ahead of time. That would be right. a good like a time question, not just that, like that... a spur. Right, that way you could be precise in saying number one and not like, well, I don't want to put you ahead of my mom. I'm not sure. Can you just shift to your right a little bit? Just, yeah, kind of slight. Go that way. Yeah, I just, no, other way, other way. I just want, as a best BFF, I just want everybody to see your nice rack. My rack. <laughs> yeah, rack behind you. That thing. There's that no thing. tattoo on that rack either. <laughs> I'll do that next. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, yeah. Anyway, nice rack. I just want to say you have, you have a wonderful rack hanging up behind you. Um, that's Thank what you. best friends do. They notice things like that, and then they point them out to all the fans um, out there. So you can slide up and tired of looking at so many people are going to watch this after all. Fans of you, fans of me. It's... We we had quite a few, yeah. I mean, it's just getting bigger and better, especially when I have wonderful guests like you. Speaking of BFFs, and I wanted to talk because you said you left her at home. But does your mom, which I got to have dinner with your mom, it was, it, it was so much fun having dinner with your folks at Calgary. I was sitting next to you. You were, I, knew I was, that. it was literally me, like right here next to you. Like, do you remember that I was there or do you just remember my mom being there? No, I remember you were there vaguely. Okay. Checking. You didn't say that. You technically had dinner with me, but. Oh, it, but. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Your mother, is she the one that keeps sis all ready to go? So you're like, mom, I'm coming home. I entered some. I need my, I need my girl. Yeah. So my mom is driving up here as we speak, bringing my girl to me because um, when I say I give sis a break, one must know that sis is a lard and she will eat and she can't have more than like three days off. I'm not just kidding. so you know, 
F-A-T. F-A-T. She is the F-A-T. She's also the P-H-A-T, but she is in turn the F-A-T anytime I get off her. Like, like post-NFR, we've had the biggest, busiest 10 days. She's exhausted. She gets ridden by Tuesday of the next week because if I don't, <laughs> wow. I can't run her at Fort Worth. Like, I'm not kidding. And it's different. You know, you can, when you're conditioning versus just maintenance exercising versus like just moving, it'd be like if you just got home and laid around the couch all the time. Like, she just doesn't do well with just completely kicked out. So she got a short break after I finished up at Dodge City Finals, um, like a few days, I think three or four days off. Went down to South Texas. It's been really hot down there. So my mom just kind of phased her back into workouts. And then she's got her um, back on her timed interval workouts. She's sending me updates every day of like, I'm asking her a couple weeks ago, do you think she's going to be ready to go and be competitive at Albuquerque and Abilene? Can she make two runs back to back? Because I'm up two to, you know, Friday and Saturday. And Sioux Falls is a max of four runs, minimum of two. Is she going to be ready to do that? So she's had that plan in her mind, um, stuck to it and got her ready. So my mom's awesome. She will keep my colts, my younger horses when I leave as well. So she's bringing my two four-year-olds back up also. And, um, you know, we just kind of try and bounce back and forth. I'm looking forward to the day where she's going and needs me to like do all the work at home and ride the stuff. But for now we're good with this little schedule. So she's going to come up and go with me the next couple of days and enter some herself. And yeah, it's been pretty helpful. Well, I just enjoyed dinner. I did, I kind of listened to a little bit of what you just said, but my our dinner conversation with Leslie was awesome. I, your That's folks, are, what you were, you kind of remember you were there, weren't you? I was, <laughs> yeah, I was there. I was that. It was so loud in there, and I know my dad would have loved to visit with you. And it, he was like across the way. And he's also super deaf, so I'm like, <laughs> next time we do that, he's gonna sit next to you. It's not like you remembered I was there anyway. So why I sat next to you, I don't know. Yeah, I will I, sit across the way and barely do, listen to a word you say. I do remember you saying you were sitting next to me. There was somebody else there too, Peyton. Anyway. We were sitting there, and I was trying to talk to your dad, and you just stick me with your elbow, like he can't hear you. Like enunciate, enunciate, and he would really—he would—he's a great conversationalist, but he's very hard of hearing. So um, you just kind of gotta speak loud, look directly at him, talk into his right ear, various things. So yeah, when whenever you two get a quieter time, I know you would enjoy my dad just as much as my mom, maybe even more. He's actually probably the cooler of the two, but. Uh, you must yeah. have some kick-ass cool parents. Then, if I got really cool parents. How I turned out the way I did, I don't know what happened. Just... Yeah, that's what I was wondering after. Anyway, um, did, was he a shooter? I got to ask because he, obviously hard aim. Did he shoot a lot, like rifles or guns? Yeah, he um, he does. Oh, that's that's his rack. No, but he he's the only reason I got this thing because oh. I actually not much of a hunter, but my dad is, and he's a brilliant shot. So he took me to shoot this deer the last year I shot. I'm like, I quit while I was ahead. Do you know what I mean? Um, so anyways, he uh, he's a great shot, but he it was kind of a plethora of things like helicopters, working cattle in helicopters, uh, trapping deer out of helicopters without doors, without earphones, various things like that. Shooting out of trucks, you know, when you're driving yeah. around. Um, yeah, and not, not the smartest um, in that sense, but um, long time coming. So yeah, I hope it's not hereditary. It could be, but if like in a couple of years, I'm like, huh? Shooting guns out of a truck? Do what? Shooting no, guns not that. The oh, hearing. 
I mean, well, no, like, you put yourself in those situations and you're well, hearing. I know, but I'm just saying, I hope that it's not also a little bit all natural that he was going to lose some hearing because that means in a few years, I won't be able to hear all the shit you say. And I mean, our, yeah, our relationship would not be as fun. So uh. <laughs> it's funny because my dad was very similar, except the helicopters. I don't think he's actually he's in a helicopter once, I know, but shooting inside the truck and shooting all the time and, you know, just being around loud noises his whole life. Um, now he has hearing aids. Mm -hmm. And I don't, did, I, your dad has hearing aids, right? That one. The other is Gonzo. So just oh. one hearing. So my dad has it hooked to his phone, and I'll mm -hmm. be sitting there and I hear like a screeching sound. I'm like, what in the hell is that? Well, it's his hearing aid in his ear that is making this noise, and he's just sitting there like this. Mm -hmm. Like, can you not hear that? He's like, hear what? Make that yeah. loud. Anyway, um, I hope it's not hereditary either, because in a couple of years, I won't be able to hear all the shit you say about me. And then our conversation will be as fun. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, right? especially since you're you're pretty close, like you're already pretty great. So I'm just saying, like, it's only going to be a matter of time. Matter That's from time scars. I have scars there. Yeah, scars. That's called age is another word for scars. I'm saying that actually, I mean, really, it could be life whatever let's go back to barrel racing i want to talk more about that than my oh, i bet you do yeah yeah so um where are you at in the standings i don't let's talk about that because you don't have to go in number one two three four i mean i think you're 10th right anyway i'm about 10th or 11th right now i think i'm 11th because um, you got one rodeo that you won this year was, exactly. was do what what was it sydney that I won this year? No, that was Phillipsburg. Sydney Phillipsburg. Was a few. I haven't been to Sydney a little bit. I need to go back to Sydney. That was fun already. They had, they had the good kind of lemonade there, the Roy's lemonade. Um, Did you get the refillable cup? Yes. Oh, yeah. You go and you walk back up and down the hill because it's only important to exercise and get lemonade at the bottom. But, anyways, um, yeah, I uh, did good there. Um, I had a really good, like, real decent winner, just placed everywhere. Um, had a pretty good first part that. of the summer. But, that. Well, point point being, um, I was probably fifth or sixth before right. the fall, and then when I sent sis home, I went from fifth to tenth, eleventh, and it's oh, not fun. Well, and just to be real though, I mean, it's it's is it the funnest thing ever to watch your name fall? No, no. but also it's like getting a little painful. But um, it's much more fun to climb. It's much more fun to check and be like, oh yeah, look at how much I've won, and it's also funny because you can win. And still fall. It's so, like, I'm like, I had a great week. I'm two holes down. <laughs> Somebody else had a way better week than me. Exactly. Um, and that kind of happens this time of year, too, because it's like the same 2025 girls road going right now. So, like, they're the ones that are beating you or getting ahead of you. And so, you're yep. kind of, there's a lot of shuffling. Yes, a lot of shuffling. But, um, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm in a good spot. I wanted to go in obviously with the Lamar money one, I wanted to go in less than a hundred thousand back from first. I feel like that's a good striking distance. I still feel like I could because the rodeos I have left. Um, if I, if I do really well at the ones I have left, I can definitely get myself back in that contention. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of looking forward to whatever's ahead. I think regardless of whether you go in with a great chance to, to win the world or you just go in with a great chance to have a great week. You want to have a great NFR. I have big goals for a great NFR. That's yeah. 
you know, forefront of my mind. So whether or not I'm going in 150,000 back or a hundred or 50, I'm going to have the same mentality. Once I get to Vegas, it's going to be about having an awesome, like the best possible 10 days I can. So well, I'm already kind of preparing for that. Yeah. And that's what I mean. You want, you won run rodeo this year, but the main goal is focus national finals, go and win and have fun. And, that, and that's the thing. People can get up there and get all nutted up about the oh, NFR. We well, yeah, ask NFR, but it's still 10 more one headers that we do all year long. You just, it's, you know, it pays a little bit better. Um, but you always have fun when you, when you're there, except last year when you were sick and you had to come on the, you looked like hell that year, but, or that time, but you still did. Okay. You did. Okay. I still, that night was probably the worst night I had, but, um, but yeah, it, it is, still the NFR once you get there even though you're excited to be there you still want to do well I was talking to a friend the other day about you know hidden barrels on the backside not your best friend no it was just a friend like way down the list but um no offense to her but we were talking about how in the like in the regular she watches this I'm sure I'm gonna send it to her um (laughs) no um you know in the regular season I've I've hit a lot of money worth of barrels not a lot of barrels but like I drug over a barrel in the final like in the finals at Calgary to easily make the final four which could have won me 50,000 you know that's yeah it's painful to do that but it's like it's not like that doesn't happen everywhere and I said you know I've, I've hit one barrel at the NFR that cost me 75,000 cost me my spot in the average right. and the and stuff like that and uh she said something like well you're at the nfr it you know it doesn't matter because that's different you're at the nfr i'm like it's actually just as painful if not more because one sometimes a gold buckles on the line two it's a round win three when you get to the nfr you want to have a great nfr and not everyone will so you really don't want to be one of those people that just has their bad week in Vegas. So I've tried to kind of stay ahead of that for myself the last couple of years. I hope I can do it again as far as my planning goes. But a lot of that is just in God's hands and you just kind of have to let that go, like be as prepared as you can, but then treat it like just any other rodeo that you want to win first at. If you prioritize it more than another rodeo in the regular season, yeah. then you're not going to have, like you're going to put too much pressure on yourself. I mean, and that's the thing. Like you have to learn to do that in the regular season. If you treat every other rodeo like it doesn't mean what the NFR go round means, then you're not preparing yourself for that moment when all the pressure's on the line. Right. Like I feel as ready for a 2000 ad rodeo as I do for a round at the NFR. I'm going to put the same amount of effort in. I may not be on the same horse. I may not have drawn as well, whatever, but I'm going to put in the same amount of effort. So when I get in that big situation, it's not as daunting. Well, and, and so when I was still competing and I was out of my, I guess I wasn't in my prime anymore because I was getting crippled and old, but I, I talked to Paige, our, you know, our good friend, Paige champion. They just had a baby. Oh, we already There's went through Winner, winner, chicken, there, champion. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going Luke Branquino, or Luke Branquino champion. It was that simple. Talk about winners on all fronts. Anyway, she was saying the same thing. You know, you say you set expectations instead of goals. And, you know, people go that far, set expectations. Well, you just set goals. And it helps, I guess, for the times when you don't succeed like you want to. Then you say, okay, we're going to work on this goal again instead of expect. I expect myself to do this. Then you don't. Then it's like a big letdown. And that's kind of what you, I mean, kind of what you were saying. You got to set your goals from the $2,000 ad rodeos to the NFR, and they need to be the same. And that's winning. Um, mm-hmm. That's very good. Very good. This is knowledge for up and comers or even people that are struggling. 
or myself to listen to yeah. like next summer when I need it again. Um, right. Yeah, You'll just play the yourself. Frank Reno show with Haley Kinzel and listen to it and just motivate yourself even more. Exactly. Paid a lot of money for this. Just kidding. Wait, you got, oh, you paid? That's right. You didn't get paid. You paid to come on the show. Yeah. Damn. I paid, I paid in a lot of money in the last couple of weeks so that I yes. could suck a little bit so I could come on the show and talk about what that's like. Somebody that has been in the top of the standings, which I mean, from Calgary on is really kind of when I started taking notice is Brittany. I mean, that it's impressive to see what her and that horse are doing. Oh, yeah. It's been exciting to watch. And I think it's really cool to have this much money this year in pro rodeo that she can get to that point of breaking the regular season earnings record soon, which I have no doubt she will in the next few weeks. But, um, you know, everything's gone up. There's rodeos that were not pro rodeos last year, like Salt Lake. There's Calgary counting all 50,000 in the finals. There's all of these major one-headers that have added added money, increased their added money is a good way to put it. Um, so all of those things, like the fact that we can win this much money, the fact that we can count this much money is awesome. I think PRC and WPRA have done a great job hustling the last couple of years, but also the committees themselves have yeah. gone out there and gone above and beyond to create bigger opportunities for us so that when a person like Brittany, who is prepared and has the horsepower and has the skill, goes out there and gets on a roll, it is record-breaking kind of stuff. Um, but they've been awesome to watch. That Jets Top Gun horse is super impressive. And, uh, you know, for them and Busby Core horses to have this kind of success, it's fun. It pushes you to be better. I think it's the kind of thing that elevates all of us. You know, we see somebody like a, a competitor like Brittany who is ready for every opportunity. She goes into, like we just said, every rodeo trying to win first. And it motivates you to do the same. You realize that, like, if you're not, someone else is. Um, so you've got to be at the top of your game every time you show up. And um, it's just been fun to watch, fun to be a part of. And whether you're sitting on the sidelines or competing against her, you are getting better. Well, and I think that's cool that you said that because I felt like I was the same in, when I was going. I keep talking about me and my prime. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but that's how it was. When Free somebody – it was a long time ago. The prime was a long time ago. But when somebody was winning, I thought, man, that's cool. Now I need to get better. It wasn't yeah. like, gosh, they're winning, they're drawing good or this and that. It was, I need to get better because if I want to compete with them, I have to do my job better. I have to, whatever it was, that's, that made me probably become the better competitor that, or the competitor that I was. And you saying that is, is how I feel like, and that's how rodeo is. And even how any champion in any sport is, you know, then you have, that's the 1%. And then you have the percents below and like, oh, they're just lucky. But Yeah. Well, you know, rodeo is just like any sport that is a revolving door, but I feel like rodeo is more so that there's 120 contestants whose name get called in Vegas every year, 135 break rodeo now, but um, it, yeah. at the NFR, you know, with Thomas Mack, there's the 120 those are just spots. Your name is not guaranteed one of them. There's any 120 every year. So if you want to keep being one of those, you have to keep getting better. And there's always going to be at least one person who pushes you every year. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, there's about 25 that are still out there this time of the year pushing you to be better. So I think it's awesome to be a part of. I feel so fortunate to have been that person at times 
I haven't had the most fortunate year, but things have been good, which means I just got to keep getting better because I'm not guaranteed by NFR back number just because of what I did last year. And I'm dang sure not guaranteed one next year. So we're making plans for 2024. We're not even done with this year yet because if you're not trying to get better, if you're not trying to increase, I mean, it's not going to be fun. And really, when you're watching somebody else go through their winning stage, because like you said, you've had them, I've had them. I mean, they're awesome. They're going to come back around when they do. But when you watch somebody else and it's not your time and you choose bitterness or you choose to be like, oh, they're just getting lucky and I'm getting unlucky. Well, that's fine. But you're never going to get your shot if that's what you decide to do. So I want to have my shot again. I want to have that kind of season again myself. And so when I'm ready to, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to be prepared. I'm going to show up ready because I've been working to be better. So when that opportunity presents itself, I am more than ready to capitalize on it. But that in the meantime, I've got to be just excited for her, excited to for the push that it's given me. If you're not competing against the best, you're not going to be the best. Yeah, exactly right. And that's why I love having you on the show, because you make me a better person, a better talker, better BFF. BFF. Better, yes. I'm a better BFF too. What else do you do now that you don't pull up? Do you well, I weld, kind of. Um, Kinda. I do commentating at PBR teams. Oh, yeah. I Remember? That. And it's because I'm such a good PBR teams commentator that you are becoming a better PBR team. Something like that. The ex but you did tell me that the explosions are bad. The explosions are bad. I told you. Yeah. Just watch your eyebrows. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Is there, it's, it's really hot. They <laughs> love their pyro at the Big PBR. Big into pyro. Remember yeah. that first WCRA in Vegas, and it was like put on yeah. by the PBR as the first one. So we go out for the opening. We've never like done this before, or walk down an opening. And there's fire, and everybody, all these rodeo bums are freaking out. We're like, why is there fire? Right. So they want us to run. They're like, just jump it. No, it's no big deal. Just jump it. I'm like, <laughs> The bull riders are kicking it and making the flame follow like it's stuck to their foot for a little while. Like, yeah, uh, it'll go. You're out. watching the fringe on their shafts, just waiting on it to catch one and just go up the top. Like, I've, that's I still wait for that. It hasn't happened. I know. Yet. It's going to happen someday. I just give it time. <laughs> well, Haley, thank you for coming on the show again. And we'll probably have you as a repetitive guest because there's so much good stuff that you bring. Whether you're winning or losing, it doesn't matter. Thank you so much for highlighting my losing and uh, bringing me on to talk about that. Nobody ever wants to talk to me when I'm losing. So, well, uh, yeah. and I appreciate you coming on and showing us your rack and all that too. I mean, this, this is what the fans love to see. It's what I'm here for. <laughs> all right. Well, good luck at the NFR. Uh, your BFF, number one BFF, will be cheering you on the loudest. Thank you. I'm sure I will hear you. <laughs> I'm sure you will too. All right. Have a good day. <laughs> you too. Bye. I have body. My hair has body. Body, your hair has body, or you have body. You I'm said getting you a body. body. You're uh, nice, impressive. Yeah. Thank you. I thought you were trying to get less body. I'm confused. Um, well, less fat body. Okay, but I yeah. thought fat was cool. If you ask like your your teenage son, I think fat is like a cool. People are like, that's such a fat whatever, and like it's no the pH pH. What? It's pH? Yeah. Pretty what? hot and tempting. It's P-H-A-T is fat, what the kids say nowadays. I'm writing this down. I have no, I had no idea. This Are is, you serious? I thought it was just F-A-T.